Hello and welcome. Uh, if you've clicked through the very mysterious link in your inbox. <laughs> I am speaking here today with a cup of tea, a hot water bottle and a grand view of the madness that's happening outside with Stormbearer going ahead. Um, so yeah, welcome to Spoken Words from the Dome. I thought this would just be a a little bit of fun and also because in December I don't have a whole pile of new offerings coming about this is going to be a bit more of a chill chat there's um, not too much information that you kind of have to keep in your head or links you have to click through so I hope you enjoy and if you're listening to this and it's stormy outside where you are as well um, I just thought it'd be something nice to kind of pass the day in a, a bit of a calming way so um I hope the quality is okay. I have a better mic, but it's in the dome and I didn't want to be going out into the storm, even though it's only 32 steps from the back door. Um, I'll start as always with a how are you? And maybe following with a how are you really? Uh, because I think so many of us have to first get around the I'm grand reflex um, before we can test the waters of I suppose, letting our inner experience be seen. Um, so yeah, how are you really? Maybe just taking a bit of time to check in with yourself with that. And uh, from what I've seen with friends and of course the yoga community is that I think any cheery, fighting the good fight, positive outlook just isn't cutting the mustard uh, this time around with how things are, are unfolding around us. Uh, I just think we're, we're so tired by trying to appear like COVID isn't bothering us. We're almost as tired of that as we are of all the ways the pandemic has created obstacles to our, our peace and our contentment. Um, so yeah, personally, um, yeah, I'm really tired. I'm struggling. I have slowed my practice down to a snail's pace and I'm finding it hard to get on the mat um, even though I know it's the best thing for me. So I, I do I do little games with myself like hop on the mat there now for five minutes and then when I'm there for five minutes you'll stay here for another five. Um, and that seems to be working for me. I always have to switch up my, my tactics when I'm finding resistance to getting on the mat because I always know afterwards that it's it's what's bringing me back to center and making me feel whole and sane <laughs> throughout all this. Um, so yeah, and as always, this is an open conversation. If you ever want to get in touch, you can always reply to the email or uh, on Instagram. And I'm not always the fastest at getting back to you, but I do read everything that comes in with a whole heart. And um, yeah, I love to see um people just sharing their views or even just sharing how they're feeling and how everything is unfolding in their lives and yeah i think it's it's good to keep dialogue going um and the yoga nook really is a community in in you know all the really important senses that like people are there for each other which is which is beautiful so i'm gonna run into the book corner now so um there's a couple of books that I've read recently that I would love for people to pick up. 
Um, the first one is A Lick and a Promise by Imelda May. It's a poetry book that I got, I'd say, about a month ago. It took me five trips to different bookstores to pick it up. And my it was actually my mum who finally was able to find uh, a copy in Khmer Bookstore. <laughs> but it is an incredible read. Uh, and it's really, really accessible poetry. Uh, I've probably, I think I mentioned on my Instagram before that it just has the full range of emotions. Like I've cried and I've laughed and I felt angry. Like nothing Imelda May ever produces is um, really highbrow. And I mean that in the best way possible because I feel like the best artists are the ones that reach into the hearts of people not into the minds if that makes sense and and she does it so well um using the common tongue and i think that's that's the key in poetry it's something i'm always trying to strip back is my language and just come into into the heart space into whatever's coming up in my my experience of being a human being and i think it makes you realize through poetry that all our struggles are really the same at the end of the day um so yeah i would highly highly recommend that book if you're looking for a laugh a cry um <laughs> a bit of fury as well uh she's she's incredible so that's the first one the second one is beautiful world where are you uh many of you probably know sally rooney this is her third book and i think it's a great one for well for me anyway it really highlighted without you know she showed rather than told me i suppose is how i want to say it that there's such power in female relationships and female friendships um and we're we can be lost without them so well worth a read and she also oh, she explores fascinating topics i think her her main characters are always so um i wouldn't say relatable but they're so um in depth they're really uh, whole characters you know they have their flaws and their strengths and they don't always make sense um just like we don't always make sense um and it's lovely to see that Sally Rooney has a really um close-up very focused um first person narrative so you're really inside that person's experience um and yeah I just loved the two main characters Alice and Eileen um and how they're navigating life while um, their situations are poles apart. So yeah, I would really recommend that one as well. I have two more. So there's an oldie book goodie, which is what I'm reading at the moment is Charles Dickens' Great Expectations. And a lot of people will roll their eyes at um, kind of the older, the older books out there. But Charles Dickens was one of the first uh, authors that got famous because he wrote about ordinary people. So um, before that, it would have been genteel people writing about, you know, genteel characters in their big houses. Whereas, you know, in The Great Expectations, it's about Pip, a blacksmith's uh, adopted son. And yeah, and it, it's about his life and, and, his, and the great expectations that come upon him. Uh, it's a great read. I'm really enjoying it at the moment. Um, the last one isn't one I've read. It's one my aunt recommended and it's the next book I'm going to read. It's called A Man Called Ove by Frederick Beckman. 
I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Um, so a man called Ove is about a man who wants to commit suicide and life just keeps getting in the way. So this is how my aunt described it. And she says that it's filled with all the highs and lows. Um, and it's a really endearing, heartwarming, heart touching book. So I'm really looking forward to reading that. Um, and I might even give you an update in the next um, in the next newsletter how how I found that. Um, and if you want to read along, then yeah, that would be cool. So uh, and also, as always, if there's any books, any podcasts, any albums, anything from anywhere really that you'd recommend people reading from from the community, then then just send it in and I'll pop it into the next one, uh, which, you know, it can always be me. <laughs> You'll get bored of all my recommendations after a while. And I'm also like being a bit selective in what I'm recommending because for me, um, my outlet of escapism is fantasy books and I know it's definitely not down everyone's um, alley. So <laughs> I try to keep it to more general fiction, poetry and yeah that kind of that kind of stuff so back to the actual yoga nook i am hoping well i'll just give you a bit of a background first like i i have no real plans for what's happening in 2022 <laughs> and it will be in the next newsletter that everything will become really clear but what i'm hoping is either we'll be coming back on the tent I believe, are the 17th of January. So it's either going to be the start or the middle of January. hope I have those dates right. Yeah, I do. Okay. And um, yeah, I'm really happy with the layout, how things are going, the timetable. So it'll probably stay the same. Uh, both online and in-person will be going ahead. Um, the only classes I don't do, the online is mum and baby and mum and movers. Um, if anyone feels like they'd like the online version, you can get in touch and um, I can have a think about it. Uh, just at the moment, I, I don't have uh, much interest in the um, the online version uh, because then you don't get the cup of tea and the vegan treats afterwards and the chats, which are so important. Uh, so that's happening in January. And something else I'm really looking forward to in January is I'm going to be doing a mindful gardening course with my friend Anne in the Dome. So Anne will be running it and I'll be kind of, I suppose, co-hosting. Uh, we're still in the brainstorming process so it's kind of nice that you're kind of involved so if there's anything that you'd like to add in or you know there's if there's times that suit you better let us know uh it'll hopefully be six weeks in january and february and i've been told this is a really really great time to kind of do a gardening course because it's before the flurry of spring and you'll actually have a plan so you you'll know exactly what to prep, plant and pluck. <laughs> Ooh, alliteration, that's nice, from our gardens. Um, I'm not the expert in gardening, but um, I adore Anne's approach uh, because it's so natural. Uh, she is also a life coach, um, as well as being uh, trained in, I don't have the exact term, but she's trained in, in gardening as well. Um, I'll just give you an example. So during the spring, I think, I, I had great plans to kind of get gardening as everyone did, I think, during the pandemic. And uh, I was asking Anne for advice and she said, uh, tell me what weeds are in your your garden. So 
I took a picture of all the weeds and then I researched them online and um, I told Anne the different types of, of weeds in my garden. She told me I had acidic, wet soil. She could tell from the weeds that grew in the garden what type of soil I had, which is so fascinating because certain weeds will grow in certain conditions. So like once I logic did, it made sense. But being with someone who has that knowledge is just incredible. Um, so I then had, then she kind of gave me the next step, which is you have to find plants and vegetables that you'd like to grow that also like those conditions. So it's a really intuitive way of gardening. It's looking at the land that you have in front of you as big or small as it is, you know, and, and coming up with a really, really solid plan. And she has so, so many tips and tricks. Like, I really am honestly saying the only things that grew in my garden last year were the things that Anne touched. Anything Anne didn't touch died and anything Anne touched thrived. Like we had tomatoes and they were just bowls and bowls of tomatoes for the whole of the summer. We couldn't even keep up with them. So um, I'm really, really looking forward to that. And it's going. To, the mindful aspect is it's going to be as well that intuitive gardening, getting out in nature and really enjoying it, but also we'll be doing mindfulness throughout the, the gardening course as well. So it's just going to be a really relaxing hour to hour and a half um, that we can really just settle into and get nice and organized for our gardening dreams and plans and hopes of for 2022. Um, so the festive shelf shop is still um, thriving in the dome and uh, you're welcome to have a look before or after class and pick things up. Um, and yeah, I said now that I'd also share a poem. And yeah, this is very much a random stream of thought, isn't it? It's kind of all over the shop, but yeah, I hope you're enjoying it. I hope you're still here. <laughs> So this is a poem I've wrote I've written recently it's called The Road um I I've been very much into writing poetry at um at this time and it's about I think it, it it's about how we can sort of think of life almost as a hero's arc and and I would be using that term in the poem uh that we th we think life is is supposed to be you know we we do something hard and we beat the body we become a better self and we live happily ever after and when i simplify it that sounds ridiculous you'd say no one believes that but at the same time there are markers in in life that we feel once we get over them we'll have a much better state of of living and of being you know once and we're all susceptible to it, you know. I think the classic example is, which most people have gone through, is, you know, once I finish the leaving cert now, I'll, I'll have a huge weight off my shoulders and life will be easier. Um, and then college comes along and then you're trying to find a job. You know, there's always something. There's always the next thing that we're trying to strive for. And we always believe that once we're over that hump, that's it then. We're, 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 we're solid and we're, we're flowing and it's all great. Um, and then I think the pandemic is probably the biggest one of them, you know, people, there was, there was this big expectation that once we got the vaccine, life would be completely back to normal. 
that was honestly that was the expectation I had as I don't know if it was extremely naive it's the expectation I had and then obviously <laughs> here we are so yeah without it it's not it's not a downer poem it's just an observation of of, of what's going on and within ourselves every time we come up against the expectation that once we get over the next hard thing there'll be no more hard things so it's called the road you followed this road to freedom it was hilly and then steep and then treacherous but you kept going this was the road all anyone expected of you was to follow it to the end after all to pick up badges of completion along the way and sure wasn't it all the more glamorous for the craggy ledges you had to leap across and you and your enormous pack beginning to unstitch as the miles clocked up why do we cling to the hero's arc why can't we just brew a cup of tea just as we'd like it and sit in the hollow of a great oak letting the world and all its grand moving parts swirl about us and be in the center of it all and let that be your journey so yeah there you have it um i hope you enjoyed that and i tend not to say too much after a poem just let the, the subconscious take over um and make of it what you will so i think i'm going to wrap it up there i have no idea how long i've been prattling on for but hopefully it wasn't too long and what you might let me know um is whether you'd prefer the spoken words from the dome or just the regular email version um totally up to yourselves and yeah i have a few things planned but they're not finalized for the end of december um and I, I don't want to pe get people's hopes up because I can't, it seems I can't really promise anything at the moment in regards to in-person. I'm just taking it day by day and it's, I think it's the best way to get through it at the moment. So I, if you're struggling, uh, I hope that you are reaching out to people. I hope you're letting people know that you're feeling shit if you're feeling shit. Um, and if you're doing okay, could you please send the rest of us your manual on on how how you're achieving that um in this in this craziness <laughs> be greatly greatly appreciated so uh i'll leave it that in love and i'll be on to y'all soon goodbye